guys this is risa um welcome back to my podcast um welcome back to jesus prince of peace podcast um if you're near her hello okay i feel like i can't speak today if you're new here hello and welcome um my name is risa and i'm so glad to have you here um and i'm sure jesus is glad to have you here too so if you're not new here and you're coming back hello thanks for coming back um today we'll be talking about how god will be with you specifically today's title will be but i will be with you if we could go in isaiah chapter 43 verse 1 to 2 which says but now thus says the lord he who created you O jacob he who formed you O israel fear not for i have redeemed you i have called you by name you are mine when you pass through the waters i will be with you through the rivers they shall not overwhelm you when you walk through fire you shall not be burned and the flames shall not consume you amen isn't that just such a powerful verse um all right now if we would go in exodus chapter 4 verse 10 which says we're gonna go actually um verse 10 to 15 i believe but moses said to the lord oh my lord i am not eloquent either in the past or since you have spoken to your servant but i am slow of speech and of tongue then the lord said to him who has made man's mouth who makes him mute or deaf or seeing or blind is it not i the lord now therefore go and i will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall speak but he said oh my lord please send someone else then the anger of the lord was kindled against moses and he said is there not aaron okay right i should have stopped at um 12 which is now therefore go and i will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall speak actually let's finish it um verse 14 then the anger of the lord was kindled against moses and he said is there not aaron your brother the levite i know that he can speak well behold he is coming out to meet you and when he sees you, <laughs> he'll be glad in his heart. Verse 15, you shall speak to him and put the words in his mouth. And that will be with your mouth and with his mouth. And will teach you both what to do. Now, may we please go in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5 to 10, please sorry for the raspy voice too guys i don't know i feel like yesterday yesterday i was hanging out with my friends and i think i talked too much which you know it's 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 not a surprise (laughs) yeah um so verse 5 to 10 jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5 to 10 before i formed you and okay 
before I formed you in my womb, I knew you, and before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Then I said, Ah, Lord God, behold, I do not know how to speak, for I am only a youth. But the Lord said to me, Do not say I am only a youth, for to all to whom I send you shall, you shall go, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you declares the lord amen then the lord put out his hand and touched my mouth and the lord said to me behold i have put my words in your mouth see i have set you this day over nations and over kingdoms to pluck up and to break down to destroy and to overthrow to build and to plant amen um i don't know if this is true but i think scholars say i'm this might be made up guys but i think scholars say that jeremiah was probably like actually 17 um which is so interesting because like that is so young no wonder why he said i do not know how to speak from only a youth like that is actually crazy um now if we could go in Judges chapter 6, verse 11 to 12, which is what we're actually focusing on today. Judges chapter 6, verse 11 to 12. Hold on. Verse 11 to 16. We'll see if we go a bit farther. But Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth at Ophra, which belonged to Joash the Abiezrite, while his son Gideon was beating out wheat in the wine press to hide it from the Midianites. Again, sorry, because I wasn't paying attention. I blinked out again. Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth at Ophrah, which belonged to Joash the Abias right, while his son Gideon was beating out wheat in the wine press to hide it from the Midianites. Right. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. And Gideon said to him, Please, my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And why are all his wonderful deeds that our fathers recounted to us from Egypt? No, 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 sorry. Recounted to us, saying, Did not the Lord bring us from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and given us into the hand of Midian. And the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours. Keep this in mind, guys. Go in this might of yours and save Israel from the hand of Midian. Do not I send you? And he said to him, being Gideon, Please, Lord, how can I save Israel? Behold, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, But I will be with you, and you shall strike the Midianites as one man. Wow. And he said to him, If now I have found favor in your eyes, then show me a sign that it is you who speak to me. Please do not depart from here until I come to you and bring out my present and set it before you. And he said, I will stay till you return. Wow. Oh my goodness. I love how Gideon brings up all these circumstances. Like, um, I... Um, from the weakest clan in Manasseh and I am the least in my father's house like 
you know he's like you don't understand like i really can't do it i i'm not i'm not the one to you know but the interesting thing is god came up to him and the first thing well the angel of god came up to him and said the lord is with you oh mighty man of valor should we look up what valor means i'm thinking it's like value before a human right valor definition right google says that it's great courage in the face of danger especially in battle but it's like you look at gideon right now and he doesn't look like you know he has great courage in the face of danger especially in battle you know he's actually like um no i'm not the one to do this but jeremiah was also like um sorry but i'm not the one to do this i'm young right and moses was also like you know sorry but you know got the wrong person i i stutter and it's so crazy because when it's true it's true that they all had these these um circumstances you know it's true it's true that moses stuttered which this would have been very hard for moses to lead the whole nation to their promised land you know talking to them like when he stuttered he just i don't know if it was stuttering um or you know he just couldn't do public speaking you know and that's something he would have needed for for that mission that god was trying to send him on and jeremiah in order for him to prophesy he had to be i don't know we see these great i don't actually don't know the names of the prophets so i'm not even gonna try to put one out there but we see these great prophets in the bible but they were you know they were old wise men you know so he's like um i don't i i can't do this like i'm not the one to do this you know i'm young so why would why would you appoint me a prophet among the nations when i'm young you know like that just doesn't make sense um and now and now gideon gideon his what god told him he was gonna do was strike um was strike the midianites as one man let's actually let's actually go there shall we so almighty man of valor and gideon said to him Please, my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And why are all his wonderful deeds that our father recounted to us, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now the Lord has forsaken us and given us into the hand of the Median. And the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours and save Israel from the hand of Midian. Did not I send you? And he said to him, Yeah. So that's what God said to him. He said, "Go in this might, mighty might. Wow, go in this might of yours and save Israel from the hand of the Median." Like, how crazy! Like, what? 
getting in a swirly like you must you mm-mm. isn't that though i mean now i can we, we can look at it and be like isn't that the whole point like you're not you're not the one who's going to be um actually leading you know saving israel or uh leading people out of egypt um prophesying like right now maybe maybe we actually don't know it and that's what i'm trying to explain to you here our nothingness compared to god's might isn't just zero plus one equals one it's zero plus infinity equals infinity because god's power is infinite so whatever problems Gideon might have had if if he kept going on and on and on and on God still would have used him you know because at the end of the day it's actually not for our glory but it's for the glory of God to be like and our testimonies make it even more powerful you know like God really used someone who stuttered to bring his people out of Egypt God really used a young man to prophesy things that we see happening today and we saw happen in the New Testament. God really used so many people. Gideon, the one who was the least in his father's house, from the weakest clan, not even like from the powerful clan, and you know, maybe he was the weakest in his. No. And I'm telling you, even if the circumstances would have went on and on and on, God would have used them. That would have been more reason for God to use them because in our weakness, God is strong, right? In our weakness, God is strong. And it's not that we also like ourselves need to be weak but as humans we're already weak we're nothing compared to god right so naturally we're gonna be weak and in our weakness god is strong and so i'm telling you that if the same god of moses who stuttered who also parted the red sea through you know the power of god if that same god tells you that he's with you if that same god of jeremiah tells you that he's with you if that same god of gideon tells you that he's with you which he tells us so many times in the bible for example um isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 matthew chapter 28 verse 16 to 20 second corinthians chapter 13 verse 11 philippians chapter 4 verse 9 it just keeps going you know exodus chapter 3 verse 12 he keeps going god keeps telling us that he's with us he's with you he's with you he's with you and i'm saying this but i also need to understand that god is with me you know like sometimes i think of stepping into the calling and it just sounds so scary like it really doesn't sound i don't know like when you hear it it just doesn't sound pleasing you know like where like the first thing that comes to mind is like like why me you know like like either i don't really want to do it or 
I'm too scared to do it, which really all adds up to I don't really want to do it, you know, um, because of the fear, because of the anxiety. When are we going to understand that we serve the same God that David praised for all his goodness? Like, is it what? Like, we're, we really are stubborn. Like, we serve the same God of Moses. We serve the same God who died for us like how crazy is that but i'm saying it i'm saying it as if it's it's easy for us to comprehend but like saying it out loud just makes it sound like like why haven't we you know like followed him yet you know but the cares of this world the fears of this world but still at the end of the day i just want to tell you that god is with you and he's going to work through you right and don't be nervous don't be scared don't let the flesh have that type of power you know not that we can control our fear but i'm just saying pray and pray and know that god is with you right and fear does not come from god again i don't want this to be misinterpreted as um being scared is like something we should blame ourselves for but pray and pray and pray in order to not fear you know i'm saying fear doesn't come from god because that's what the bible says i don't know where should i pull it up but i'm what i'm trying to say is pray for fear too you know pray for fear too because it doesn't come from god and it shouldn't be what stops you from spreading the word and believing in god um for what he has over your life you know like just uh, let me not just say just because the word just always makes things a lot sound a lot simpler than they are but do pray and ask god so i'd like to wait let me actually yeah i'd like to pray god thank you so much for our gathering even though we're not really together but god there's so many people watching this over like around the world which, which is so crazy god we thank you so much for that because there are people in puerto rico canada um rwanda kenya the united states which god it's all for your glory and thank you so much god and we pray that you may be with every single one of us god and that you may keep us in your hand keep us in your word and that we may be strengthened in your might god because our might isn't really much um in the mighty name of jesus christ we pray amen now if you know me you know i won't i if something comes in mind like it will be so hard for me to get it out so i'll have to look this up <laughs> So how was y'all's week? You know? Um, Alright, so fear doesn't come from God, but from the adversary. Fear is the antithesis of faith. God gives... Oh, that's not that's not a verse, guys. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> so sorry. Um, this is like someone which it's true what they're saying is true but you know i want to give something that's 
coming from the Bible. What the heck? A hundred Bible verses about fear does not come from God. <laughs> but I just need one. Okay. Second Timothy chapter one verse six to seven says, "For God ha- has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind." Amen. Per Second Timothy chapter one verse six to seven, because yesterday I was about to preach um, for the first time in my church. It was literally like a five minute sermon, but literally I was so nervous the entire time. And then at the very, like, there was supposed to be, someone preached, and then there was supposed to be, like, um, a call of worship. Not a kind of, like, yeah, just, um, they're gonna sing a song, and then it was me to preach. Um, and then I was just so nervous, like, and then I just felt God, because I remembered, like, fear does not come from God. And I just felt God kind of tell me, like, don't let the flesh stop you from spreading the word of god because obviously the flesh is gonna try to make me um um you know not spread the word of god by fear and i was i was thinking like oh like you know the tinglys and trying to give every single cute word for fear that exists but at the end of the day those tinglys that i was feeling you know those tinglys that was telling me not to preach those were not from god so uh as soon as i was like oh wait these tinglys um those yeah hand quotes tinglys um they aren't coming from god so heck no way i was gonna let it you know take that away from me from everyone but yeah i love you love you so much have a wonderful day night week um morning bro the youtubers say it so easily but (laughs) have a wonderful day guys bye